Welcome to Orland Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. The Lord had placed on my heart, Holy Spirit, the end of the drumstick. So let us go to the Father in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the blood of your Son, Jesus. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the healing power in that name, Jesus. We thank you so much that you are worthy to be praised. We thank you so much for all that you have given and done, Heavenly Father. We thank you for all that you have created. We thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to reside inside of us so we are never alone. We thank you, Father, for your presence. We thank you that here today, Usher people will receive a word that will penetrate our hearts, penetrate our minds, that we will live our lives out to the fullest of you, Lord. So I thank you. I praise you and honor you. Father, I thank you for all the listeners. I thank you, Father God, that they took the time out to listen in on your word. Father, may they be blessed in a mighty way. Thank you for your many blessings over each of us, the ones that are seen and unseen. And I gratefully praise you. I honor you and I am so thankful for who you are. In Jesus, your glorious name. Amen. So I know it sounds weird, the end of the drumstick, but that's how the Holy Spirit had shown this message or shown this lesson or shown this sermon, whatever you'd like to call it to me. So the end of the drumstick, it's called the drumstick tip. It's the part that comes into direct contact with the drum. So it has a major impact on the tone. And so as the Holy Spirit showed me this and I looked up that definition, it really truly impacted my heart and my mind on how my walk to be with Christ should be. And so the drumstick, it says, the drumstick tip is the part that comes in direct contact with the drum. So to me, that's saying that my job as being a disciple of Christ, I come in direct contact with others. And it states here that it has a major impact on the tone. So the way that I live my life for Christ, being a servant of Christ, being a disciple of Christ, the way that I live my life has an impact and it sets the tone for the people that I come in direct contact with. God be the glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So this drumstick tips, they come in different sizes and shapes. And that's each of us. We're all unique in the way that God has created us. So as the drumsticks, they have the round, the oval, the barrel, the acorn, the pointy tips, the teardrop arrowhead. And that's just like us. We're all created uniquely. Now the oval one will provide a large spectrum of sound. The teardrop is used for warm and low focus tones. The round one is for a clean, crisp tone, and the acorn gives a punchier and full sound. And that's the way that the Holy Spirit speaks to us when we allow him to, when we're walking in the likeness of Christ, when we're walking to set the example of Christ, when we are disciples of Christ, receiving Christ Jesus in our heart. And so these different types of drumsticks are us, the people. These disciples, there are some that actually have a warm and low tone to them. There are others that are more bold and robust. And God has created us so uniquely that the impact that as we come in contact with people, the impact and the tone that is set is major 
and the way that he has created us. Some of us are, are louder than others. When we preach, minister to, or speak, there are others of us that have a lower tone to our voice and we're all unique. We are all different. And yes, I keep emphasizing that because you can't look at somebody else and say, oh, why can't I have a loud voice such as so-and-so, or, you know, nobody's going to listen to me if I don't have a loud voice as so-and-so. No, God has created us uniquely because I'm going to be able to reach people that someone that has a softer tone can't reach or a louder tone can't reach. They, the louder tones and the softer tones are going to be able to reach people that I cannot reach. And so that's why God has created us in such a way. Now, I wanted to read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and it tells us, I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. Now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the special ability the Spirit gives us, I do not want you to misunderstand this. You know that when you were still pagans, you were led astray and swept along in worshiping speechless idols. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So someone that has not proclaimed Christ as their Savior is not going to walk around through the town and proclaim Jesus. Their voice will be silent upon the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus will actually agitate and irritate people. The word Jesus, if, if that's a symbol, or I used to have this shirt and um, I've worn it so much, it, it's totally worn out. You can't even see what it says anymore. So that's why I don't wear it anymore. But it says, got Jesus with a question mark. Now I could walk through Walmart and or any grocery store or be out and about at a gas station and someone would see my shirt and that would either draw people to me or it would draw people away from me. And so that's a powerful name of Jesus. And when we have the Holy Spirit in us, we cannot help but to glorify God and to say that Jesus is Lord. Now, verse four, it says, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, just as I was explaining about the drum tips. They're different, right? And so in the word of God, verse four, it tells us there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. They're all different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. So taking the drumstick as an example, the drumstick has the purpose of what? Beating on the drum. That is its full purpose. The, the beat to it, whether it's a higher pitch sound or a lower pitch sound, it has the same impact. It has the same thing that it's doing, just like God. God is the one that distributes the gift, right? The Holy Spirit to us, these different gifts of the spirits to us. God works in different ways. He works differently in all of us, but it's the same foundation that it's God. So in verse seven, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the spirit gives ability to give wise advice. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else, the one spirit gives the gift of healing. So as we can see here, just as there are different drumsticks, 
they make the different sounds. So as we all have special different gifts, we're making the same sound, we're making the same impact, we're setting a tone, and that is to glorify God and spread the word of Christ around the world. And I'm God giving God all glory to have this opportunity to minister over the podcast because different nations are being touched by his word. To God be all the glory. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. So it says here, he gives one person the power to perform miracles and the another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from other spirits. That's called discernment. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have because remember, we're all different drumsticks. We're beating the same thing. We're, We're still hitting the drum. We're still having the impact on the people. We're still setting the tone for the people, even though we have an oval drumstick head, even if we have an arrow type drumstick head, if we have the round drumstick head, it is all for the same purpose. Amen. So, um, verse 12, it says the human body has many parts, but the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. So it is with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews and some are Gentiles. Some are slaves and some are free, but we have all been baptized into one body by one spirit. And we all share the same spirit. Yes. The body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I'm not a part of the body because I am not the hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I'm not a part of the body because I'm not an eye, would that make it less part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how would you hear? Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? Our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. Yes, there are many parts, but only one body. So what God is referring to here is that we are one body in Christ. We cannot all be teachers. We cannot all be preachers. We cannot all prophesy. We cannot all um, have the discernment. We cannot all have, yes, the Holy Spirit, as we ask, will bless us with more. We may be imparted with more, but we all have one unique thing that we can all have similar things, but we all have one unique thing that's different. I may be able to preach and teach. I have been called to be a leader, but then also the Holy Spirit has given me the spirit of discernment and then the spirit of prophecy. So there are different things, but my main, my main, um, gifting is teaching. That's my main gifting. That's what I do. I evangelize, I preach, I teach. That is my main gifting is the teaching part. So even though I do all of these other things, that is my unique part. So then in our body of Christ, there's going to be somebody else that maybe the main thing is prophesying. Maybe the main gift is prophesying. Maybe for someone else, the main gift is discernment. Maybe for someone else. So hands of healing, whatever it might be, there's a main one, but then we may have other things, other giftings that come along with it as well as we are on this journey with Christ. And so 
he's telling us that we are all important, that not one person is bigger or better than the other, that we are one body in Christ. Amen. Now it tells us here, our, our bodies have many parts. Um, as he said, it would be strange if we only had the one body part that, that would be very odd or interesting looking, right? <laughs> it says in the parts we regard as less honorable, I'm sorry, let me go back. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can say to the feet, I don't need you. In fact, some parts of the body that seem less or excuse me, least important or weakest are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honorable are those we can clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen, while the more honorable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honor and extra care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if one part is honored, all the parts are glad. Think about this. If you have a pain, um, I, I've had, I'm going to use myself as an example. I, I had at this one point in my life, such pain in my hip. I had a tear in my labrum. It was terrible, terrible. I could barely move, barely walk. And I had to see physical therapy three times a week. Why? Because the hip not only affect my hip, it affected the alignment of my body. It affected my neck, my back. It affected my foot, my Achilles. All these things became damaged because of my hip being out of alignment. So I had to seek the physical therapy three times a week until one day I prayed unto God the very first time I spoke in tongues and my body was healed. And so I continue running for Christ and he gave me this word. What are you going to do with your healing? Amen. And so what I'm doing with my healing is I'm glorifying God every single day of my life. I don't want to miss out giving him praise one single day of my life. I glorify him. I testify. I, I spread his word and I just want to love on him the way that he loves on me. Amen. So as we can see that, you know, one part of the body affects the whole body because also to think mentally, as I was going through that pain, it affected my mental status as well. I was tired and weak and I felt irritable and I, I felt, you know, um, worthless because I, I couldn't move around and I couldn't do things. I couldn't be the mom that I should have been able to be or the wife because I, I was disabled on being able to take care of my family or do what I needed to do. Um, and I also felt disabled as a disciple of Christ because um, I said, Lord, how am I going to spread your word? And that's when he blessed me um, in regards to the podcast and whatnot. So to God be all the glory uh, over that. So back to the scripture here. I hope that was a good uh, testimony and to give you an example of, of what this word of God, this righteous word of God is, is teaching us. So it says this makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. That's why if there's one of us that are hurt or suffering, we all suffer together. So we all pray together. We all come together as one body of Christ. If something is going on in someone's life, let us come together, help supply the need, help pray, help pray for healing, whatever it is, the broken heart, whatever it is that we all come together. And verse 27, all of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. Here are some of the parts God has appointed for the church. 
first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then those who do miracles, those who have the gift of healing, those who can help others, those who have the gift of leadership, those who speak in unknown languages. Are we all apostles? Are we all prophets? Are we all teachers? Do we all have the power to do miracles? Do we all have the gift of healing? Do we all have the ability to speak in unknown languages? Do we all have the ability to interpret unknown languages? Of course not. So you should earnestly desire the most helpful gifts, but now let me show you the way of life that is best of all. And that brings us into speaking on love because if we do these things prophesy teach do miracles uh have the gift of healing and we don't do it in love then it is considered void but that's for another time <laughs> so we are one body in christ when we get to heaven we're not separated by what church you went to okay we are all together going to be worshiping together so why are we not doing that as earth as it is in heaven why are we not doing that here together on earth being one body in christ loving one another comforting one another as long as we believe that the blood of jesus saves the blood of jesus is the only way to receive eternal life that jesus is the way the truth and the life no man can come to the father but by him so if we all agree on this we are one body in christ let us be the eye for someone. Let us be the ear and the nose. Let us be that part of the body and come together to know that God has given the special gifting because he has made us unique. He has made us fearfully and wonderfully made. We are like the drumstick. So gracious Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this word today. Thank you, Father, for us to know that as you have created us different, Lord, we all still beat that drum. We all still have the opportunity to impact others when we receive you, Christ, in our life, in our hearts, and we live out our life righteously unto you. So we thank you for the opportunity. I thank you, Lord, that if someone was listening today, someone that's out there listening today, Father, that maybe they do the cleanup in the church, Father God. I pray to know that they know that they are very important to the body of you, Christ, that they are very important to the body of that church there, Father, that, Father, they will do the cleaning, they will do the ushering, they will do the teaching, they will do the preaching, they will do the leadership, they will do the prophesying, they will do the miracles, they will do the speaking in unknown languages all to the glory of you, God, and with your love. So I thank you, Lord, to know that today we know that you have made us uniquely, that you have blessed us all with special giftings. And Father, that we don't take that for granted. Oh Lord, how we love you and how we thank you and want to glorify your name because God, you have created all things and we thank you for creating us. We thank you, Lord, to know that you have placed purpose in us and worth. Father, I pray that if there's someone out there that does not know their purpose, that does not know their worth, that after listening to this message, Father, that their heart is pierced, that their heart, Father, God rejoices in you. I thank you for this opportunity, Father God. I thank you for this opportunity to know that we are loved by you, that you have made us because you love us. Thank you for giving us different giftings. Thank you for us to know that we can all work together for the glory of you, God. So we thank you for these things in Jesus' glorious and mighty name. Amen, amen, amen.
Now today is such a great day. Those of you all have not given your life to Christ, today is a great day to do so. Today is a day to give your heart to Christ Jesus, accept him in. And you say, how do I do that? How do I receive this love of Jesus? How do I I open my heart and, and call him in? You do just that. You open your heart and say, Jesus, I want you to come into my heart. There's no special way of doing things in this. It's to receive Jesus in your heart. That means that your heart is desperate. Your heart wants him. You want his love. And what you do is you go to him and tell us in Romans chapter 10, verse nine, that you, you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Christ Jesus died on the cross for our sins and God raised him on the third day. Thou shalt be saved. So if you believe that, you want to pour out your sins before God. And you say, well, God knows everything. He should know all my sins. But what that does, it gives us a cleansing. It gives us the freedom because we're confessing what we have done against God. We're confessing all the wrong that we have done and we're laying it in his hands. And after that, ask for the Lord to fill you with the fruits of the spirit so that you will overflow with the Holy Spirit, that there will be no room for this the demonic spirits to come in and have their way in your life. So every sin, everything that you have done, pour it out to Christ and say, Jesus, please fill my heart with your love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, patience, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. You want to read Galatians 5 for that. That's the fruits of the spirit. Father, fill me with your spirit, Lord. Take this anger out of me and allow me to feel your love so I can love others like you. And as we do this, the Lord will remove those things out of your life and fill you with the fruits of his spirit. There are some things that are dug so deep down that are deeply rooted, but daily pray, daily pray until you feel that release of it. Amen. And if you've given your life to Christ today, we rejoice with you to God be all the glory. Hallelujah. Angels in heaven rejoice. And we thank you for coming and joining the family of Christ. Amen. If you've done that today, I would love to hear from you. Please consider to email us at youareloveministries at yahoo.com. And it's all spelled out Y-O-U-A-R-E-L-O-V-E-D. M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S at yahoo.com. We would love to hear from you to help encourage you with your relationship and this new walk in Christ. Amen. I want to encourage you to study your Bible daily. Pray. That means to have a conversation with Christ daily to worship, to find a Bible believing, Holy Spirit led Bible study or church that can help lead you in your relationship, not religion, but the relationship you now have with Christ. Amen. 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 To God be the glory. If you've already given your life to Christ and it's been 12 years ago, 10 years ago, one year ago, 50 years ago, and you say, Lord, I want to turn back to you. Ask for repentance. Ask for forgiveness. Lord, I repent. That means I return. I return to you, Lord, and I turn from my wicked ways. Lord, help me to live my life out for you and confess those sins to him. And study your Bible. Pray to the Lord. Worship and praise him. Gather with the saints. Get into a Holy Spirit, Bible-believing 
um, glory filled um, church or ministry that will help you in your relationship with Christ Jesus. Amen. And if you have done that, we would love to help you along in your journey with Christ. And please email us at the you are love ministries at yahoo.com. We now have a TikTok page. Please, please join us there. It's called Kingdom Clips. Also, we have our Facebook page, You Are Love Ministries. Uh, you look for the heart with the cross through it. That's us. I know there are other You Are Love Ministries out there, um, but we are the ones with the heart with the cross through it. Amen. Um, I have been slacking on the Instagram, so you can't find us there, but please share this podcast with others to help the word of God grow across the nations. So thank you for joining us. Until next time, you are loved.